welcome to part ich. That's still my favorite. I will always do that. Part ich. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure they know who it is because we're like, Paris isn't here, and I'm always here, and then there are two other people who are I'm not the girl. Always, yeah, basically. Who are not always here and Paris is not here. So the I dog think, replaced Paris. Don't okay. tell Paris. Okay. He listens to these. Like we got we got twenty-two plays today because of Paris listening to them. <laughs> he like texted me this at five in the morning today and he was like I went back and I was listening to some of our podcasts, and it always surprises me how entertaining we are. And it's like, first off, rude. Secondly, I agree. <laughs> Secondly, you're right. Yeah. Um, um, what other games got? Did you introduce uh, the hero. The hero got announced for Smash Bros. Everybody else is like, Banjo-Kazooie! And, and like, Avery and I are like, nope, weeb, weeb, I want the hero. Okay, but that's not even a weeb thing. That's no. A genuinely good RPG that just gets overlooked because Final Fantasy kind of took its niche. Yeah. In the or West. Niche! In the niche. annoying. Niche? I hate, I hate it when people say niche. I know that's the right word. It's niche. Ugh. <laughs> oh, and... just say a Mac. Like, I know that's not the same word, but... You're a sinner. <laughs> you know, you know what we're talking about, right? Define it. Please, define it. I want to make sure. Define An it. An ecological niche. Oh, I don't know. Okay. It's like a little, it's like a little spot. That Learning time. <laughs> an ecological niche is the um, specific role in an ecosystem that a species t um, inhabits. For example, one of the most common uh, ecological niches is like an apex predator. And that would be the person, the animal or species at the top of the food chain. Or Pablo Escobar. <laughs> or Pablo Escobar. Um, but then other niches, niches include um, like uh, the herbivores, which like gazelles or whatever. Parasites. Parasites are another niche, but they're also... Parasite niches are also more specific, because normally mm -hmm. different parasites have to be in specific types of hosts. Um, there's also... And then, yeah. So it, it's just like what what you hunt, what haunts you, um, what you eat, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah I thought it was something completely different. That's why I was confused. <laughs> okay, what the heck is a knack, then? What are you calling a knack? <laughs> I don't know if I just completely misunderstood. What is it that you are calling a knack? <laughs> I need to know this. Like he's oh, good at it. okay. Were well, you thinking they were saying you've got a niche for that? An ecological knack is a role within an ecosystem that is a species. No, it's not. I can throw a knife at anyone who says that. I want to make. I want to make a comic about that now. I wish I could draw. Just, an ecological knack is. <laughs> Define a mech. An ecological mech <laughs> is a role inside of an ecosystem that a species. No, it's not! And then just a book flies at them. Just. <laughs> Frogan. Stop laughing. Before you peek it. <laughs> she hasn't peeked the mic <laughs> the whole time. But I think it's like you have that gain lower. No, you can actually got her to back up. Oh, okay. Um, but she hasn't peeked the entire time. <laughs> oh, and we are so proud of her. Ah. Uh -huh. uh, did you guys see the SciShow episode today? The crocodile yeah. one? No, I saw that it was there, but I didn't watch it. Crocodiles are so cool! Yeah. I watched a video about making shark teeth into a knife. There was That's a crocodile. That was an ambush. <laughs> no, just stop there. There was a crocodile. <laughs> it was an ambush predator. Wait, what? It was a crocodile. Or, uh, what a, I think they call them crocoforms or something. I can't remember the term right now. Crocodilians? Crocodiliforms. That's what they're called. That's the um, family name. That is an amazing name. That the abbreviated name is just Crocs. He's talking. But there is uh that there was a it had like three long teeth and um 
it, its legs, uh, it was a, not a complete skeleton, but the scientists think that its legs were actually underneath it, and it had forward-facing eyes, and it would have been so terrifying. No Look kidding. Your face, man. They were called bork rocks, um, because of their long teeth. They had, they had, you know, crocodiles have like the really long teeth. Yeah. They had like three of those, but longer. Oh wow. Three sets. One <laughs> <laughs> like directly in the middle, on the front, and then two on the back of that well, side. When it's called, <laughs> when it's called the bork rock, that might actually be something someone thinks of. Um. That would look so derpy. <laughs> Honestly, it might have happened. Crocodile farms are some, one of the oldest families, yeah. period. Um, then there was also, this one was actually on PBS Eons. Uh, there was a crocodile that had hooves. What? That sounds scary. Excuse me, what? It was um, proto-hooves, so it okay. was... Um, like deer hooves? No, no, like really proto-hooves. Oh, um, okay. So they had, they were just, basically they just meant large padded toes. Okay. Um, oh, I was imagining, like, horse hoof toes <laughs> um, on a crocodile, and it was scary. But it, it lived in these in, in environments where the all of the niches in the water had been taken up by other yeah. crocodiles, so it just started hunting on land and chasing down things. That's amazing. I need to see this, Avery. It's on PBS Eons. Oh my gosh. But show me afterwards. And then... Oh my gosh, that is ridiculous though. I want game designers to start looking at prehistoric Pokemon. Or Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Rogan! You picked the mic. You sinned! Um, you <laughs> Thou hast sinned, my sister, not child. Um There there are so many such weird things like Triassic animals or um back in the when when um Canaday where dogs were getting started. Uh that's what it's called, no, Brogan. No, when Canaday were dogs. Uh, That's what you said. Okay, when Canaday were getting started. That's what dogs are called. Um, there was a family of them that, this is just my opinion, but the artist renditions of them looked almost like lizard dogs. I want But like this. furry skinks. Oh my gosh. That's um, amazing. But more dog than Well, they're lizard. way more metal named Bone Crusher Dogs. PBS Eons, it has, um, it's a really fun show. Uh, it's on YouTube for free. But, um... It it has three hosts and it's Hank Green there, uh, and then the two who Hank Green is on so many like educational channels on YouTube just because that's what he's into, um, and he's really good at getting them started. And then he would come on as a host on all of them every once in a while. Yeah. And then there's this one girl that is okay. I don't like her very much because she doesn't like play out the jokes as well as the other two. Yeah. And then there's their uh, their main their main host, and he's so funny. I love him. He's like an old dude. He is, but he is so like. Okay with internet culture and whatever it yeah. is. <laughs> like, he's that old dude that was, like, there when they made the internet, so he just kind of grew up with it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and they were based in Montana, and I'm like, I thought we were going to go to Montana. I was like, I can get an internship! Yeah! But then his dreams were crushed. Uh, I'm uh, still probably going to at least minor in paleontology. Yeah. And if not that, then I'm just going to do business and be like, I'm going to go work for Nintendo and get them to do what I want. <laughs> Uh, I okay. E three, the <laughs> the Nintendo intro was amazing. With Doug Bowser, yes. Where they had King Koopa Bowser come in, and he was and he was like, "I'm here for the press conference." And then I Doug Bowser, to... the new CEO of Nintendo America, came in, and he was like, "No, no, no, wrong Bowser." I really, I I, I know that they were they they did have limited time, and it was like a 15 minute direct, so they didn't yeah. have very much space. But I, I almost wish that they actually had Bowser just talking about games for a few minutes. And then you, you have chill backstage and people are like, what's going on? 
I don't know, he's gonna show up, and he's big and scary, and we don't know how to deal with him. And he's following the script, so like, I don't know what to do. He's following the script to a T. <laughs> so it's like, we should stop him, but also, he's doing our job, so we just, we don't know what to do, or what's happening. Um, yeah, he's, and then Nintendo showed off some really good games. Uh, then they showed off stuff like a remake of Resident Evil 1. Yeah. At, at E3. Okay. Yeah. And then a bunch of, like, really particular games. There was, mm -hmm. like, Panzer Dragoon was one of them. And then there was, like, two minutes of the new Fire Emblem game. Yeah, it looks fun. Um, I don't... They, they showed off a new trailer for that one that makes it look like almost it's gonna be Chrono Twins E, where you're taking care of two timelines at once. Yeah. Um, I you were gonna say children, fun. and I was really confused. <laughs> it looks fun, but if one of the options is not screw all of you, I'm taking over the world, then it's garbage. Just... That's it. That is, that is the one condition. I will. If you cannot side with anyone, I will buy that game three times over. Well, probably not actually, but... That would be the reason to not buy it three times over, actually. I know. I know. But, otherwise, it's stupid. I don't want to touch it. It's gross. I deny it. I deny um, it! Scott showing off at E3? Um, Astral Chain. That one looks really cool. It looks like it'll be a pretty good RP like action RPG. Uh, Demon X Machina barely got any coverage, and that well, because it's like it didn't get like this amazing review, and it's like, guys, did you play the demo? It was so fun. It was. The controls, I will admit, were clunky. It was a very early demo. But once, if you could get used to the controls, even just a little bit, it felt like Gundam, and it was awesome. Yeah. Weep, 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 weep. <laughs> That's not even weep. That's like okay. That Gundam is a thing in America. We just tend to have really tanky. Yeah. Gaijin Goomba has an episode on it. Uh, Eastern versus Western mechs, I think is what it's called. Okay. But yeah, no, um, what, Pacific Rim is Gundam. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what you say. Pacific Rim is Gundam. Yeah, it's just Gundam kaiju type movie and it's like, why do people insist that they don't like the animes and whatever? Yeah. Um, oh, I don't like this one anime. I despise all animes. Edge of Tomorrow was cool, but everybody else called it by its way Stupider name, Live, Die, Repeat. Live, Die, Repeat? Why? I don't know. But the effect, because that's what it was in the trailers, because Edge of Tomorrow is about a guy who gets infected with alien blood, so every time he dies, he goes back in time. Because that's weird, whatever, canon stuff. Um, basically anime nonsense, but in an American movie. Um, and so they just showed that like three times in the trailer, because it was like, Live, Die, Repeat, Live, Die, Repeat, because that's what he kept having to do to beat the aliens. And the official title oh, was one. Edge of Tomorrow. That's a cool title. And everybody called it by Live, Die, Repeat. And it's like... That one ever get released? What? Yes, it did, and it was awesome. Oh, I wanted to see that one. I never... I didn't know when it got released, because they stopped covering it once it was. I hate it when they do that. Like, right? Well, adver they'll advertise the heck out of something, and then the moment it comes out, they just expect people to see it, and they stop. Yeah. But I think mean, it's because they don't manage their marketing funds well, and they burn it all too quickly. Yeah. But, um, and I just lost, like... Half of the people who listen to this podcast just lost all faith in my judgment because I said I liked that movie. There were so many bad reviews of that movie because everybody was just like, what the heck is happening here? Oh, it's one of those, it, it takes actual attention to follow along the plot? Yeah, like Inception, where everybody's like, everybody loved Inception because they felt smart when they, they felt like they were so smart when they when made they sense of it they through the plot step by step? Yeah, and it's like, guys, there's, Next was a really good one. Next was cool. Um, and so that was that's one of the Nicolas Cage ones that was really good. That one was Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that Nicolas one just Cage. whenever I think of next, I just think of the Finder, and I'm like, I want to watch the Finder. <laughs> I like the Finder. Next, if I'm thinking of the right one, was Nicolas Cage could see up to two minutes into the future. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 
And, oh yeah, it was Nick. Yeah. And so the way that they showed it was super cool because at the beginning of the movie, they showed it as like something would happen and then like the scene I always think of for the beginning of the movie, how they show him looking into the future. Um, or so is he's walking through a casino and then he, and then they actually show you him looking at the future and the camera, the color fades and stuff. And they make it clear this is him looking into the future. And he, like, pulls down the right ones and everything to get the jackpot. And then a couple minutes later, or a little while later into the show, they have him in a car chase. And he speeds up because there's a train coming. And so he speeds up to try to get by it. And the car gets hit. And the train passes. And he's dead. And then the car comes around the corner again. So he speeds up faster this time. He starts accelerating sooner. And he just barely makes it past the train this time. And then by the end of the movie, how they show it is... He's actively doing it. Oh, he's actively... It was really cool. He actively does it, and he's like... They show it by splitting him and showing you all the different paths he takes in his head. And then whichever one doesn't die is the one he took. Like, there's a, there's a guy shooting at him. And so you see like a dozen of them all at once taking different yeah, paths and one. getting blasted in the face by this guy with the gun. He had like and, a machine gun or something. Yeah, and so then he finally gets it, and he goes through just fine. And then... Plot twist. Spoiler alert. It's like a ten-year-old movie, so I don't think I really need to do a spoiler alert, but just in case. Spoiler alert. In case you wanted just to go watch it because you've never heard of it. The entire movie, after like the first 20 minutes, is him looking into the future. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. <laughs> um, so back to video games. Maybe. <laughs> For a little bit, at least. Um, what else got covered? Uh, Zelda 2, right? Smash Bros. Actually good Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing! Oh, Animal Crossing. No. Can you tell who? Can you tell who the Animal Crossing fans are? Uh, like me and no one else of my siblings. Like, I'm not sure who else on the internet reacted like this, but like in our family, it was when the new when the Switch Animal Crossing was announced. Everybody, the people who like Animal Crossing, Brogan and a couple of our cousins, were like, "Yeah, new Animal Crossing!" And then everybody else was like, "Oh hey, that looks like a decent game." <laughs> I like Animal Crossing. Mm. I have two of them already. Yep, and that's seventy five percent of the next game. Yeah, um, uh, and then, oh, right, uh, Secret of Mana collection. Oh, yeah. And the Trials of Mana, uh, remake. Remake, yeah, it's a collection full, of mana and the remake for Trials of Mana. It's a full, um, action RPG. Inside. Yeah. And it looks pretty good. I saw that some bit, just like, a, I didn't want to sit through the whole thing, so I just saw, like, some bits skipped through the yeah. Nintendo Treehouse. Yes, yes, I do. Um, so, I got new games. It, they are RPG alchemist dating sims. <laughs> Except without the dating part. They're not really like, dating sims. Yeah. They do have a relationship a aspect to Maybe? them. They do. They I, do? I looked it okay. up. Like, you can do certain things to make your affinity or relationship with other characters go up. Okay. But it's not like you do it actively in a dating sim. It just kind of happens unless okay. you look it up. Okay. Um, but the Atelier series. And... The first one's really simple. Yeah. But, like, okay, you go out into the wilderness for literally months at a time, and then you come home, and everyone just acts like you were gone for an afternoon. And they're like, oh, hey, you're back early. And I'm like, I was gone for almost a year. No, you weren't. No, I wasn't. I haven't done that before, but I'm sure it would be the same even if I were. Um, <laughs> I will eventually just be, like, gone for years at a time. Um, You'd have to be pretty high level to do that. Yeah, I know. Eventually. You underestimate how much I'm going to play these games. I, but I feel like you're not going to do that in the first one. Oh, no, probably not the first one. Probably um, in the third one. Or and then they, you come back and they're like, Oh, hey, how are you? You weren't gone for as long as I expected. Oh, well, thank you. I expected you to get up and leave and never come back. Uh, yep. <laughs> I love you. 
Collection of Mana looks really good. Trials of Mana. We were actually playing through that one in Japanese a little while ago. That was interesting. It was hard to figure out. Wait, did we have a translation pack or? I don't think so. No, so yeah, we were just playing through blind, essentially. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> it was really good gameplay. Uh, Secret of Mana is a good game. Yeah. Um, we played that one at Grandma's house on the Super Nintendo. So much. A lot. It was fun to just get your weapons level up. Like, mm -hmm. just to see all the different moves. And it took forever. It did. Oh my goodness. Um, and then you had to actually upgrade the weapon too. And then you needed like a focus stone or something. Yeah. And, but once you got that level 10 skill for one of your weapons, it was just so cool. And you spammed the heck out of it, even though it was almost never the right decision. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then okay. Final Fantasy Adventure, which is actually the first mana game. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, we are coming up on our mark, um, on our time. 20 minutes for you, 30 minutes for us, because we're slower than you. What you're hearing right now is like our real voices, and then we don't have to like talk really slow. No, I don't even know where I was gonna go with that actually. <laughs> you weren't, you were just wasting their time. Yes, I was. That's your job as a podcast here. Basically, just waste their time and don't let them know. Oh, wait. Dang it, Terry! It's okay, she'll just yell at the manager. <laughs> I am the manager. I'm the producer. And the, and the, and the. Oh my gosh. Okay. I additional voices. I mean, okay. as far as I know. So, um, we are going to have one more part, and then we will probably be done for today. So, um, face to tamble, patrogam, 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 face to tamble, patrogam, links in the description, probably not, um, and I'm probably wondering what I'm talking about right now that I didn't leave in. <laughs> You're welcome. You're the worst. This is why I don't normally have you. <laughs> Go die in a hole. No. Darn. Normally that works. Um, and, oh yeah, like and follow and repost or share or whatever the crap it is. Leave us a rating on iTunes and all the weird things. Nobody listens on iTunes, so I don't know why I say that. <laughs> Anyways, have fun. Remember me. Remember.